0: Now, this is not gonna be pretty. We're talking violence, strong language, adult content.
1: I wanna go somewhere that's with house.
0: As always, this is Meg. I am your Buffy expert.
1: And this is Quatina. I am your Buffy virgin.
0: Who's trying really hard not to make it sound or look like she just almost died from a sneeze attack? Yes. Who's <laughs> trying to stay away from Mike? <sighs> Woo! Got it out. Okay. Uh, this is episode. Oh my gosh, this is the season finale. Ah, season one finale. I made it! Uh, it's so great. I'm uh, not so sure. God. Yeah, this is Prophecy Girl.
1: So, what? Is this the title?
0: That's the title.
1: Okay. So I would
0: like to talk about our wine pairing for the evening, oh, Prophecy Red Blend. Oh.
1: Okay, this picture is sexy. Isn't I'm it great? I'm loving this. Uh, this
0: is the whole line. The I'm going to post the link on Twitter because this whole line of wines, actually, it's really kind of nice. The price point is 10.99 or less. Pretty nice. In my local stores. But also the art on it, it is so Art Nouveau, Art Deco, very Klimt-esque. Yeah. Um, and Those it's gorgeous. Words. Yes. It's uh, uh, But it's by an artist out of New York City who does all of their labels, wow. and they're all just stunning. I'll show you some of them later. Gorgeous. The rosé one, I actually genuinely just want a poster of that yeah, like a huge, in my house. Like, it yeah. would look amazing. It could complement my Art Nouveau, Muka-esque... Um, uh, so very vintage, kind of like this. But the Firefly women, the women from Firefly, another Joss Whedon show that I have upstairs. Okay, because I was like in my hallway. Yeah, I've never heard of the um, show. That was my first Valentine's Day with Josh. He got me um, these amazing posters of the women from Firefly, another Joss Whedon show. Aww. It was amazing. Go hubby. Yeah. Um, anyways, tonight's wine pairing. This is twenty fifteen Prophecy red blend called the Lovers red blend. Um, it is. 34% Zinfandel, okay. 26% Merlot, 21% Syrah, and then it's Malbec and Sauv and stuff. How many
1: percent f- of Mer-
0: Merlot? Merlot, 26%. Okay. So this is actually a pretty soft red wine blend. It's very approachable. Red wine blends are generally, um, I mean, so a lot of people don't know this, but when you're talking about something like Chianti or um, Bordeaux or something like that, it's actually a red blend. It's just a bunch of different red grapes they put together. Okay. They all have different flavors and strengths and bring different things to the pot oh, it's the, like this, America this,
1: should be this show has just brought me to the realization due this podcast that wine isn't just one grape
0: one <laughs> 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 I,
1: I legit thought the grapes that you see in the supermarket that's where wine comes from but I've learned so much because no, I just wasn't a wine drinker they're actually no, they, they don't,
0: don't use the grapes that you can buy in the grocery store no, to make they wine. obviously cannot they're, be they're used to make a, wine there are different um, species yeah, we got Venus vinifera, which is the wine grapes, and then like there's Venice limbrusca, which some people use to make wine, and then there's um yeah the Concord grapes in the sample, yeah, which I understand you everything
1: you're saying. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh oh, they use it in the jellies and jams. Concord grapes. Exactly. Yes. Wow.
1: You I know can't. Yes, yeah,
0: some people use it for wine, like, but I think it's mostly just Manischewa. It's like a very sweet Jewish kosher wine. Kosher. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So this is a dark colored red blend. Um, the use of a lot of Zinfandel, Merlot, and Syrah is going to mean this is very fruity, very kind of like berry jam, um, like blackberry, raspberry.
1: Also blackberry. Did uh, I put plum.
0: blackberry
1: in? plum. Okay.
0: Um, so you should be getting a lot of that. Am I uh, doing the swirl thing? You're doing the swirl thing. Yeah.
1: No, like the table swirl. Thing? Oh yeah, you can do the
0: table swirl. Doesn't matter. I can mean people do, that? do yeah, people you do the like table that? swirl because you're less likely if you, you don't spill. know what you're doing, like I've gotten really good, I could do it in the air. Like yeah, yeah. I can't. Ready? But it's but all my Yeah.
1: No, I yeah. won't because I'm good at giving hand jobs, yeah. so I know what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> it's a little bit different, but fair enough.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> I already had a little bit of this wine.
0: All right. Um, okay. So you should get a lot of like plums, some blackberries. it should be really juicy and it shouldn't have a lot of that like grippy tannin. That we talked about last time where it just kind of like makes the buds on your tongue kind of stand up yeah the like, mm-hmm.
1: tantric stuff
0: the tantric stuff exactly <laughs> um and this has fruit from both washington state and california so kind of colder climate so again should be a lot uh we're going to get more fruit less like baking spice or or vanilla or something like that mm-hmm. so uh let's go ahead and have a taste okay smells like wine it smells like wine so i get definitely i actually,
1: oh, don't say it let me be the first okay. okay getting hit with sour notes okay um my tongue okay tastes like wine
0: <laughs> <laughs> so one run wine reviewer suggested that's a little bit of crazin in there
1: uh no i do not
0: Oh, you know cranberry. What?
1: Most of the craisins that I have tasted, like the one from Costco, they mm-hmm. coat and sugar. So actually, oh, okay, right. I've never actually oh, yeah. had like a good craisin. Um,
0: I get, I do get some baking spice, just a little bit, some anise, some some cinnamon. How are you tasting this? What is going on? <laughs> what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why. <laughs> I just drink it.
0: I definitely get some cloves.
1: What cloves?
0: <laughs> and a little bit of tobacco and black pepper. See the way that Quitina is looking. This working. is fucking right.
1: bullshit. Okay. <laughs> some all ears. Like, I don't know what the fuck you guys have. You went for some. You went in for surgery for some specially engineered tongue. So I don't know what the fuck is actually, going on. Actually,
0: women are um, super smellers.
1: So, what's up with me?
0: <laughs> you maybe have more. Testosterone? I don't know. <laughs> these titties
1: don't say that
0: (laughs) (laughs) um but no i mean i do that the other thing is so when i first started learning how to cook and then started learning about wine i actually went i actually went into my kitchen my spice cabinet and i took out like every different like herb and spice that i had and i tasted and smelled every single one of them trying to figure out what they tasted and smelled like
1: right so that like people do that
0: (laughs) well (laughs) if you want to understand the sum of all parts you have to understand the parts
1: Wow, so. that should be on a shirt or something. <laughs> like, wow. Okay, you know
0: what? Shut up and drink your wine. Okay. Get into your season finale. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll be back. Shrug. I'm just. All right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. So, welcome back. So, Cortina, we just finished. Uh, I'm so, i Uh, so I hate. Okay, hold on. Let me let me do a little stuff, and then we'll get into it and we'll talk. Okay. Because you can't, you can't not (sighs) like this episode, okay? Quite frankly. Not that I don't like it, I'm just like... Okay. So, first of all, so we just finished Prophecy Girl.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's see, the synopsis I'm going to go with is from the Buffy Wikia. um, And it is... okay. Hold on. Okay, it's right here. Uh, it's the twelfth and final episode of the first season of Buffy, uh, the twelfth episode in the first series. Mm-hmm. It was written both written and directed by Joss Whedon, and originally broadcast June second, nineteen ninety seven. Giles discovers an ancient wow. Giles discovers an ancient book foretelling Buffy's death at the hands of the Master. Will she stay true to her destiny or abandon her calling? That's the official synopsis. Cool something that you might want to know about this is actually all of season one it's super unique they actually because it was a mid-season pickup they mm-hmm. didn't start until march they actually filmed all 12 episodes before the first episode even aired oh okay so the whole thing happened The uh, they gotta go back and they like they could reshoot some things but everything happened before anything aired so there was no sense of people like this don't like this let's go in and change that you know so it kind of existed a little bit more like a film mm, okay. which I think is pretty cool um getting into it I, I have a lot of notes on this episode yeah. um yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm not as lively guys cause I'm just
1: I, I mean Meg's trying to like bring me back up on this to make me feel some sort of way this episode was
0: imp- I'm not saying this is like the best episode that ever happened but first of all we got some killer performances.
1: I uh, got a lot of great acting. Some, I've written a lot of that. Some like, of the acting. Wonderful. its
0: Some of the. I
1: have said that, yes.
0: Ac- wow. Wow, wow, wow. And some of the moments that we got yep. were incredible. Yeah, sure. And I think that there were really good moments for each of the characters, be it, you know, acting or just revealing a little bit of themselves mm-hmm. and figuring out some things. It was really beautiful. Was it the biggest, like, M. Night Shyamalan twist I've ever seen? No. <laughs> My Um,
1: gentleman
0: We'll 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 get into it a little bit, but you know, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that, but it had some great things. So we open up and everybody's talking about, well, we go to Xander and Willow are at the bronze.
1: Yeah, at the bronze.
0: And Xander is uh, talking to Willow and, and talking about them going out together.
1: Well, he's talking about going out with Buffy, going ahead and asking Buffy out. But he's practicing on Willow so that he can have his words right. you know, he's going through all of these phrases, all these things he can say every time he sounds fucking stupid. Sorry, Xander, I just don't feel you. And I'm just irritated. At this point, I guess maybe this is where I think Xander threw this entire episode off for me. Because first, let me just say, you're a bitch. You want to know why? From the hyena episode, you were completely conscious, and you know that Willow has feelings for you. You know she likes you. You also have a semblance, a tiny idea that Buffy is not into you. And yet, here you are practicing on Willow. Um, ouch. I mean, ouch.
0: that's a bit harsh. But also, Willow has, like, never confronted Xander. And to Willow, Willow doesn't know that Xander knows what happened when he was hanging out, remember? Of of course. And that's how, when when is it on Willow that she should be like, you know what, Dan, which by the way, I think we hit that point in this episode, and it was glorious.
1: It was wonderful. It was wonderful, and I can't wait to get there, but for now. But think back
0: to high school. Think back to high school. That's exactly how everything went. Every guy you ever had a crush on was talking to you about somebody else they had a crush on.
1: No, I don't think so. Ugh. We're not doing this. Like, no. It could not, not be
0: that that was just my life.
1: You're not going to be doing that with me. I completely refuse. You need
0: some nostalgia factor in here, okay? But also, Xander's going to finally man up. And that's something you've been, that's what you've been bitching about for the last eight episodes.
1: Fuck yeah, I've been bitching about <laughs> no. it because he needs
0: to man the fuck up. And but, he's about to. He's okay, practicing but too with the his way? best friend who has put no constrictions or restraints in place. Ugh. I'm just...
1: I'm just. I don't care for him. Okay,
0: yeah, I, let's just let's just agree to disagree,
1: guys. You're gonna feel some sort of way about this podcast, oh, okay, Chris? is in the mood. <laughs> she's in the mood. Like hey, my glasses are hey, down on hey, my nose. I'm just you, like. So you hmm. really
0: don't think it's cute at all how nervous he's getting coming up with like the most ridiculous ways you could possibly ask? He's talking I about just like don't mating rituals. Oh uh,
1: fuck! Because it's like, but he's okay. not into you. You know she's into someone else. You can stop. But now. he still
0: Thanks. doesn't know. Well, but. Again, high school. How often was it okay? Clearly, I'm not the love of their life, but maybe she'll give me the time of day. And they've had all these experiences since the hyena. When six weeks of experiences. When
1: when you were the hyena and you were trying to like semi rape her and sexually assault her, you were told she did not want you. You just.
0: But but so. there's been six episodes of being a stalwart soldier since then
1: really a sober soldier i think not like he's he can, the one
0: he's the only one that conquered their fears a lot in the dream episode oh
1: you conquered your fears i'm so proud of she you xander she like she she's a fucking him. slayer she has cre- his fear was a fucking clown from his birthday party when he was what that is nothing of course you should fucking punch it in the <laughs> face it's from when you were fucking what seven
0: ah okay next can we just get into, though, didn't they yes. just have a dance like the last episode? No, no,
1: it's just the May Queen
0: thing. Right, but that was like a dance. There was yeah. a dance out. She had to buy the dress. It was. Dress. She had a
1: dress. Yeah, and they right. were talking about, is fucking this prom Fucking Cali or schools. Not? Y'all are just partying all the fucking time. Because huh? they were
0: all, is this prom or not? And then this episode, and I will give them credit for kind of like maybe, I guess, somebody was reading the script and going, didn't they maybe have like this debate last time? Is this prom? Is this something else? And, and so this one, yes, it came Bronx. up a few so different times. Well, so it was the last one. Weird. A few different times, though, in this episode, people made comments about, don't you have prom this weekend or, or the spring fling or whatever it's being called, you know? Even the writers couldn't make up their mind yeah, what the hell. Like, was it? come it's, on. But also sophomores don't go to prom.
1: No, it's not a thing, but the, the popular and pretty
0: ones do. Well, of course, because they're putting out. Yeah. Ah! But it's, Shade. Not, it's not obvious that Buffy would be going to prom. You know, you had to be asked by an upperclassman. Oh, an upperclassman. I was
1: asked, by the way, in my sophomore year. I was dating a guy that was an upperclassman. Um, Oh,
0: yeah. So, were you putting out? Oh, wait, that was freshman year, actually.
1: So, you were putting out? Because you just made that comment.
0: I wasn't. (laughs) Oh,
1: so you came for all these other sophomores, but now it's a
0: different situation with you. Well, I was raised Mormon. Tongue pop!
1: I can't even do it right. I,
0: I was raised Mormon. <laughs> That's true. So putting out was not an option, which I was very upfront with about all of the boyfriends that I secretly saw behind my parents' back because oh. I wasn't 16 <laughs> and not a lot to date. I was nice. very upfront that I was going to be the world's worst tease. Yeah. Um, I would practically dry hump them into oblivion, but that was it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No um, I would, I would you. make
0: out literally with anybody, but that's as far as they ever got.
1: Just a make out. You're yeah. a great maker outer. Oh
0: yeah. And would literally make out with anybody. Wow. I'm recording this cause my husband is not currently, cause if he was home right now, he's like, Oh, I love hearing these stories. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. You know, I love hearing like what a make out um, slut you were back in the day. <laughs> and I was make like, out slut. that's a wonderful term. Yeah. Well, I mean. By the way, not to slut shame. Mark. Come on, I I have the right to make. Yeah, slut shame
1: yourself. Back
0: in the she's day, she's not slut
1: shaming anyone. Else. I have
0: the right to make out with any able-bodied whoever that I wanted. Damn right. Granted, most of them not so straight. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Apparently, we're finding that out. It
0: was it was yeah. high school. I was a theater person. That's how. it goes. Oh,
1: especially God, theater kids are such horn bugs.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> like dogs.
1: it's it's the fucking theater kids. Are legit, like, maybe people can bag on them. They are legit the most sexually experienced and kinkiest.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah. They're They're kinkiest Look, my friend that I was talking about a couple of times ago. The knife? The knife girl? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. They offered to sell tickets to a threesome in our orchestra pit before rehearsal one day. Um, Frank's. Um, and by the Extra way freaks. they were two years younger than me. So this was probably my senior year of high school. They were sophomores and they were Holy already at that point. Ish. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so back to Buffy. I really have to
1: see if I can get them oh my on the show. That would like, be amazing. Wow. Um
0: okay. They're so, just living their best oh. lives. Then we go to uh the vamp fight, the slow yeah. motion. The slow vamp motion. Fight. Slow you were move. into this.
1: I was really into this. You were um, loving this. Because um, you know, they, uh, ask Xander and Willow were practicing, then you, you should, they, they were juxtaposing like, just opposing yeah. the two
0: scenes against each and other.
1: And then, boom, it's all slow-mo, and then Cordelia's in a car with the guy, and it's all fogged up, you know, and oh, Cordelia's man. like, I think there's someone out there, and the guy's like, who would be out there? I'm like, bitch, anyone, you're outside, what the fuck do
0: you think? He's so fucking stupid. Okay, but this goes into a 90s trope that I really want to address. Yes! Did you, as a teenager, like in high school, was there like, you know, they always talk about in these shows or these movies, there's like make out point or yeah, 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 whatever sure. that everybody yeah. would go I to. I did not do that. I was but a good girl. was there, no, 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 that's not even the question. First of all, experience your body. You do you, you know, you're yeah, all sexual Yeah, I waited creatures. specifically until after high
1: school because I had this fear of just like being pregnant in high school. So, so I just never did I actually, anything. actually, I up,
0: dick. <laughs> oh I, I have some friends, nice. a friend of mine from high school. Where her whole thing was she was basically i will do whatever but i won't have sex because she's like i'm not gonna have sex till i am ready to deal with the consequences yeah of it. exactly it's just she fear she, of that. she was saying anything else is fine yeah uh, you know uh, but and i always thought that was one of the most mature things i'd ever heard in my life Well, thank you because i had that same exact conversation with myself i so think that's great you. yeah that's I, wonderful not not like me where it was kind of you know, Meg, if you Is ever see a dick, you're going to, like, go to hell immediately, and oh. Jesus wants nothing to do with you, oh, and you'll never shun. see your family again. And it was kind of very, like, witness, Amish country sort of situation mm. for wow. me. Wow. I,
1: wow. Uh,
0: yeah, I I, had, I I was a little messed up on this stuff. Yeah. But but to that point, again, because I would make out with anybody that would make out with me, um, there still wasn't that I know of a place near my high school or anywhere in the in the town I grew up in that people would go to that was kind of like this lover's point, mm, this make out point or I whatever. I don't even
1: know from like uh, me either. Like I this
0: mean, is something I
1: only see in T right. I mean, V shows. Everybody
0: movies. like couples had their places. Yeah. You know, I have some friends, they would go behind the old um roller skating rink in Rockville that used to exist. Wow. Uh, and they would make out back there and then i knew people that would go to an old uh, cemetery and they would make out in the parking huh. lot there but i mean the parking lot uh yeah i know um, you've done that i have i have yeah. made out in a parking lot of a cemetery a few times in my life yep hey, hey. um but you know i couldn't think of a place that anybody maybe and maybe this is the difference of 90s to 2000s everybody's a latchkey kid at that point parents are at work yeah so you just Go, go to and home and
1: up? just do that but it's just weird to find like let's specifically go to the roller skating rink in Rockfield to just make up well, behind Well because, you knew the, like, c-
0: because uh, the cops aren't really coming by I don't know you had to worry about this because yeah. I have friends I definitely have friends that got citations from the cops for doing things in cars in parking lots
1: I have done something in a car it was on school property so glad I was not caught Um, living <laughs> my best life yes. that's right you do you boo yeah
0: Um, but then all of a sudden it's an earthquake
1: yeah um, yeah. Um, well, first Joss is in his office. He's in his office and, and he's reading. like reading something and, and you could tell he's shook. Like he, he is shook. scared. Like I'm like, he's okay, shook, Joss, he shook and then he gets the shook earthquake. by the earthquake. Yeah. And so his teeth start shaking. Of course he's reaching for his teeth and then, you know, you get that like minor shake and then it's going and then we kind of shift to the master and but, the little but- kid
0: and he, he, no, he's like really excited. It's happening! It's happening! But the library is collapsing, collapsing. around
1: Giles. Everything is like even down at the bronze, because um, oh yeah, really, everybody's like, at yeah. the bronze. Yeah. I'm surprised the dance was still held. Like,
0: look, they had they had a dance the week of the the cockroach
1: fumigation Don't Sorry. fucking. They what just do not this? fucking care about what happens. Like all these people die and nothing gets postponed. They just keep living their best well, fucking lives. When you lives. live
0: on a hellmouth, you can't do that.
1: Yeah, but no one else knows they live on a health mouth. Well, and I'm just like, what's wrong with all of you? You're all just desensitized. But they
0: have always lived on a hellmouth, so this is just the way life is. There, I guess it's That's like if you true. grew up in, you know, the Gaza Strip, you're not gonna not go to prom because there was a bombing that day. That's true. You
1: just kind of fucking live you your just, life,
0: and that makes you maybe that much more. I to grab life like, while yeah, it's just here. just do it. But yeah. I just love that when the, or the Oh no. we Wait, is there a black way to say something like YOLO?
1: No. It's just no. live your best life? We're just going to not ever say YOLO again. <laughs> okay. Okay? Yeah, we're just never going to say YOLO again. I've probably said it four times in and my life. i YOLO is the black thing. No, American culture is black culture. First, let's discuss that. American culture is black culture because pretty much anything that is popularized or comes up, any of these dances, any of these challenges, mm-hmm. Latino the culture the Macarena. At, uh, okay, Macarena. Anyway, so like I was saying, most uh, of the, the time. As a cha cha slide? Um, okay, that is black. <laughs> it's a black man that did that.
0: Well, but the cha cha, though, is Latino. It's Mexican.
1: Yeah, but what does the song say? Simple as steps. Nothing to actually, except for the cha cha, y'all.
0: just saying. It can't be completely. But
1: I'm just saying, like, in this general day and age, like, pretty much all the things that are popularized that's originate from black culture. That's for true. So, like, even YOLO, that is actually, um, that's Drake. So that's rap. That's rap culture. Is that Drake? Yeah. Um. He's not a basketball player. Uh, it's a, it's a, I know Drake popularized it. I don't know if he actually, like, came up with it, but I know he popularized it with his song, um, Whatever the fuck it's called. Anyway, okay. so back to Buffy. Back to Buffy. I just uh, love how no the master Drake was freaking Buffy. out. Oh, the, I loved, he was, yeah, he was he pretty was like, epic. He like, glory, it's glorious. Glorious. I was like, hashtag church preach. I was like, go ahead. Yeah, he, he, he could preach in a black church, by the way. He was like really into that. Yeah. He was like heavy but into that. He was that. great. I don't know if they'd allow
0: him into the black church, but yeah. Mark yeah. Metcalf, well, because he basically comes across as a Nazi white supremacist.
1: Super fucking Nazi white supremacist.
0: Right, but, but I think that he'd give a good sermon. Um, he would. Yeah, but he's then the earthquake. really passionate. Like, yeah, but then the earthquake happens, and he's like, what do you think? Yeah. 5.1? And he was like, he just looks at the kid, and it's just awkward it's
1: silence all, after his stops. Because it's all him.
0: He did that. He created yeah, the earthquake. Yeah, I was like, dude, sit the fuck down. Uh, what happened to the glory be to God?
1: Glory, glory to himself. Yeah. What no. God?
0: Yeah, yeah. False idols. Yeah.
1: He ain't about that.
0: No. <laughs> I don't know
1: what's happening. Um... Uh, um Oh, I put here. He's scared for her. Oh, at this point, Giles is um, oh, he's
0: terrified. He's
1: terrified for her. So he's in there. She comes to say hi. Oh. She's like, "Hey, I slayed three vampires last night," and he's really distracted. You can tell that he's like also, totally out of is it. Is it just
0: me? Three vampires doesn't sound like that much. I mean, in any no. one episode, she slays ten to fifteen vampires or does more. No, does yeah, she? Know? Yeah, Meg. Oh, does she? The Wikia, by the way, has like a, a body Account. count of every episode. And uh, there are a lot where they just stop counting.
1: But at some point, like, we're not even slaying vampires. Well, I'm sure this is, like, because at some point we're not even working with vampires. We're working with, like, other people.
0: No, but this one alone, I think I had seven vamps got slain, and that's on camera. Not even just the one she slays to get to the library or whatever. So, okay, true. Those anyways, I just want to say she she talks about three vamps like this is a lot. Yeah. And maybe I'm saying this from the jaded position of having seen the entire series mm-hmm. multiple times, where I'm kind of like, that doesn't seem like that many. It's whatever. Nice. But she goes in. Um, Her outfit you had problems with. I thought was a Dorb's
1: the snakeskin
0: skirt um, oh
1: I didn't have a problem with it I just nominated it for like the most 90's fucking thing um, I've ever but seen but Giles
0: shirt and tie combo was, it was horrendous. yellow or orange stripes of the shirt like mm. vertical and then diagonal striped tie he wore that colors. the entire episode he did well as Ms. Callender points yeah. out somebody was paying a lot of attention to the outfits he's been wearing to school the last and guess what she was looking
1: at specifically the pants looking for that dick prince Okay. Sorry, guys. That, that might be
0: a little bit more in Katrina's head than you know. Explicitly, I wasn't looking laid out. for child's
1: <laughs> dick print. I'm just making commentary, man. <laughs> Some
0: commentary.
1: Um, Ridiculous. So she commentary. comes in though, and
0: she's really she's like, "Look, I'm putting my life on the line, battling the undead. I broke a nail last night. Yeah, totally. 16 years old. And then she gets all. Um, uh, hold on, I have it here. Uh, it's the the bell rings. It's time to go and meet my terrible fate. What? Oh, he's Biology. But I like because in Giles' head, that's, what a, that's yeah. what a high school student should be dealing with is, you know, how terrible is biology or breaking a nail. Not, he's trying to decipher this prophecy that for all he knows is saying she's going to die. She's going to die. Yep. And by the way, I got to say on your annual review as a Slayer by the Watchers Council, that can't be a good thing. No. Oh, well, Slayer died on your watch.
1: That's really fucking... Damn, I'm spilling everywhere. You, it's fine. Whatever. I'm bad at. You're right. I don't have to risk things. Hand jobs don't help, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they don't heighten uh, your skill so, to like swirl wine.
0: Um, all right. Um. Uh. Yeah. So basically, she's all. I broke a nail. I've got to go to biology. Giles is freaking out. We still don't really know why. But it's kind of like you. Kind s- of like a good idea. But I, you said I this. Say it was a you said this. It's like his nightmare from the last episode is coming true. Yes. Damn,
1: Katina is so good. I mean guessing shit, guys. Like, be impressed. Um,
0: but does this actually mean jo- that Joss Whedon is so good at telling a story?
1: Yeah, that he basically thought of this one like the last episode.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So you're just saying. And by the way, I don't know that you would have had the same thing if we hadn't just covered episode ten instead of episode eleven. Spoiler alert, guys. We recorded these out of order. <laughs> yeah. So, no. so you were in a place. I don't know. It's interesting. What what are you saying? What are you saying? I'm saying that maybe had we been in order in recording and watching, you you would not been thinking so much about certain things.
1: No, 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 no. I only, like, one, the dream thing was only, that
0: Couple was just, points.
1: that was, no. It was just Couple one point. Points. It was just one point, mm-hmm. which is his worst fear. And that was okay. the only point I brought up from the other episode. Other than that, I'm just a fucking genius, I guess, and okay, shit. Okay, clearly. Yeah.
0: Uh, Let's see. I Uh, cuss.
1: Do I cuss too much, guys? Give us feedback. If I cuss too much, let me know. Oh,
0: believe me, guys. By the way, that reminds me. This week it's reviews day, Tuesday. Uh, (sighs) Guys, we've got people listening. Apparently, at least sixteen of you listen to every episode on average. Yes, we love you. Thank you. Uh, Please leave us reviews because apparently all the search like search algorithms and everything for iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and all of that. Uh, The more reviews you have The more frequently you show up In the searches for podcasts I would love that So we would really love it if you guys would just take a second Even if it's just you know one out of five stars These bitches are crazy Whatever that's fine I
1: I wish you would
0: um, but but really, hopefully we're not that awful, and you guys are listening to us because we bring value to your life. And Christina I mean, is genuinely just groping her boobs right now. This is not groping.
1: I am just holding. What is I'm happening? Just, I'm just cupping them. They're sore. Why?
0: Why alone? I'm so... <laughs> okay, fine, 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 fine. fine. <sighs> Okay, fine. I'm I on just my
1: period. My nipples get sore. Leave
0: me alone. God, you just had to let me say it. I'm bleeding out of my vagina. My uterus. What can I say? What is it they say? Never trust something that bleeds for seven days and doesn't die.
1: Yes, and that's me. Can't trust me. Um, yes, you can. Please do. So, hashtag you know who you are. You can trust me. So, so,
0: so, so, Willow's all. It's the computer age. Nerds are in. Um. um yes. And then, him. and then, Xander's like, "Hey, Willow, don't you have a thing?" Because he's trying to get. Will yeah. to go away so he can talk to Buffy yeah. so he can man up and do is. the thing so much more mature than like any guy I knew in high school ever did what's so mature about this what he's actually saying Buffy okay we're gonna put it all out there here's how I feel about you I like you I think we should go to the dance together and Buffy says you're one of my best friends I don't think that's a good idea and he goes but can't we be friends and more oh uh, no well okay but by the way heaven I made it
1: obvious excuse me
0: heaven I made it clear still
1: like we're not we're just friends
0: okay sure but first of all this is the first time they've explicitly had this conversation where he wasn't
1: I'm glad so that he can be shot down and then sit the fuck down
0: and he basically does he asks two follow-up questions. Are you sure I'll wait for you? And then he's like, no, that isn't going to work. And I then he's a
1: bitch because guess what he says? have feelings. No, he says, guess a guy has to be undead for you to care about him. Well,
0: oh, you're allowed to be a little bit of a dick when you get shut down. Well,
1: guess what the fuck? You knew what, what no, because now I'm doing hands. Now I'm doing hands. You knew she had feelings for Angel. And you still wanted to go for this. Get out of here, Xander. Like, what do you think? Because you're a friend, she's just going to be like, Oh yeah, you're right. I guess like we could we could totally be more than friends. No, I don't think so. You knew she had feelings for Angel. Maybe she's why are you
0: going for this? But she's also said it's a no go with Angel and so maybe he thought, you know, I'm not necessarily the one she's in love with. But maybe she's willing to just go to a dance with me and wait and see what happens.
1: Obviously, he wanted more than a dance because he pointed that out because he said it wasn't just about the dance. It was about wanting more with her. And well, she sure, said no. But, and he but got But it all bitchy. starts with
0: a date. It all starts with a date. Like, I, I think guess. this is genuinely a generational divide that you and I have. No. Because back in the no. day, everything was about let's just try it on a date and see how it goes. Listen, I'm it's trying a it disaster. on a date.
1: But that's your friend like and you i'm just i guess seeing it from the point as like as an audience member i'm just like she just told you like you should like obviously
0: especially since it's a hyena episode it's not like he was like no i don't accept this i'm gonna throw you down and rape you no no but it was just like you were not no 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 no. okay
1: We're going to okay. move on. Sure, we're going to move on. The uh, Sanders trash. no we're not doing
0: that. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> when I edit this, I'm going to make it so it all sounds like Katina voted for Trump. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck off. Okay. Katina, let's uh, go. So, saw, I told you. Oh, I have, oh hold you on. Like, Again, Easter egg to loyal viewers of Buffy. I loved this line. Willow's not looking to date you. Or if she is, she's playing it really close to her chest. We're all going to come back to that in a couple of seasons. Her
1: chesticles? That's not a thing. Chesticles? People do say that. Yeah,
0: but that's not really a thing. I mean, That's obnoxious. That's like bro These are
1: chesticles. Well, No, they're they're
0: not. They're breasts.
1: People say chesticles. Yeah, it's it's dumb. No, it annoys me. Just like Xander is dumb? Oh, my God. Yeah. Stop if you want to I I I go there I
0: wrote this situation sucks like who hasn't been in that situation where you talk to somebody that you're friends with and you're you're. I want to be something more and I think that you know we have something and look obviously the other person doesn't feel the same way but that's fine but that's putting fine. yourself on the line is a big deal I went for it I guess that I'm just a fucking I guess both. I'm just
1: I guess I'm just a smart bitch because he's a guy how smart do you really expect so him to be there were so many signs that said I'm not yeah. into you we're okay, just friends right, so but, many signs but again
0: He's a guy. How smart do you expect him to be about like emotional intelligence? I guess we can. How many do that? guys have you hooked up with where you were like, I was explicitly clear as to what this was, and the guy is then like, Oh well, no, I'm just gonna go to bed.
1: Well, all of these are all men are fuckwads. Oh yeah, I was that in that situation. You bitch, you brought that up on purpose.
0: I'm just saying. Whoa? Xander is being no. ten thousand times more aware. than than those guys and honest and honest and And I like honesty
1: listen I'm glad he's being honest I guess it's just the fact that from all the little clues and everything I've picked up through the entire season it has been made clear that she sees him as a friend
0: right but guys are dumb about that stuff and I have no problem with them putting themselves out there and maturely asking about it and you can even be As long as it doesn't turn into like, it's not that this was a three month feud that they had because she turned him down. It was literally one night he got to go home and listen to country music, the music of pain, and just be upset. And everybody deserves that kind of self care regimen. You know what?
1: I will let him have it and I will let you have this. Thank you. Because I could keep going, but then this is going to be a fucking three hour podcast.
0: Okay. Let's move on. We're
1: just going to let Xander go. Xander, oh. I'm just going to say this. I'm waiting to like you, okay? Let's get there. I hope we get there. But other than that, right now, you're just a little bitch. He's going to become awesome. a
0: warm, teddy Warm, warm, cuddly teddy bear. Good for him. As long as um, he gets there. Let's see. So next, let's.
1: So Xander's in there, and Willow comes in. It's like, how does it go? It go? Uh,
0: well, hold on. Before that, Giles and his calendar. Right. I don't really like it So comedy. my next joke my next comment is someone is paying a lot of attention to Giles outfit and what he was wearing yesterday versus dick today. Right. That's not what she was saying. She's meant he didn't go home. Yeah, I know, but I'm
1: being excessive like I usually am. Okay.
0: Yeah. Is excessive the os- opposite of basic?
1: No. This is a different
0: conversation. Okay, alright Yeah, I just um so and but and she's like, look, I helped with everything with the demon in the internet.
1: Yeah. Why don't you, you need to talk. Me? To, like
0: people come to me and t- they tell me things. Yeah. I've been told about a cat that gave birth to a litter of snakes. That was beautiful. Um, a baby born with his eyes facing in. Yeah. Um, and then she says, mm-hmm. and then there's this crazy person from Cortona, a monk. Okay, hold on. Listeners of the Good podcast. Good point you made. Eh? You know that in I Robot, Eugene, it starts off with monks in a monastery in 1450. Blah 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 in cortona italy and they were monks so we're all bringing it back connections together. connections okay. but i also don't believe that those monks have internet or wi-fi so how are they like bringing us up on the chat rooms excuse
1: me they could possibly have it maybe it's a fake ass monk
0: could be a fake ass monk oh my that god I would believe. do you know
1: how that freaking how um, many fake ass praying, have you slept praying with? mantis well i haven't slept with many people especially if they're fucking monks i i let them hold their duty to god or whatever the fuck it is i'm that's so sorry Boy that's Scout disrespectful Mary i do not know um i respect we'll, you i okay, would never we'll, hit on we'll, you we'll,
0: we'll probably cut this out I, who knows <laughs> we'll see how drunk i am when i'm editing it. yeah
1: us it okay
0: so um yeah i love miss calendar yeah she's amazing yeah um great to see her back by the way
1: yes for sure
0: um oh oh then Cordelia comes up to Willow, and this is the conversation Willow's having with Cordelia, but being distracted by Xander bouncing that ball the in the classroom ball. Ranging. So that was a thing ever.
1: Hey, legit, but um, Xander's being bitchy. Mm.
0: He was being a little bit bitchy. Look, his heart's broken. That's understand. You know what? Shut up. You never loved. I have loved. Actually. I disagree.
1: I have loved, and it hurt a lot. And actually, he's going to listen to this podcast, and he knows. He knows that. He knows that and we are totally cool right now, but I have loved and I have lost that
0: love at it hurt. Right. So lot. so maybe a little respect for feelings.
1: What respect? I was in a fucking relationship. You were friends with someone and she didn't fucking want you, and you knew You're that. You're allowed to be hurt for a day. You can be hurt, but I'm just I'm like, you should have seen this. I'm not saying it should be I a guess, month. Okay, I guess I'm the type of person should go honestly, home and, like,
0: slit his wrist while listening to Alanis Morissette. I'm raising my hand.
1: I guess I'm the type of person who prepares myself already and already, like, keeps a distance from people to just not, like, to prepare for heartbreak. Like, you, I feel like you should already see things coming. But is that what keeps you coming. from
0: finding love?
1: No, don't you try and go there. No, I'm just really good at reading people. And or if and
0: if I know and if I can in, like, read there. if
1: I can read a situation and go I don't think she's into me I'm not gonna go for it
0: Yeah like but, he's just dumb But do you miss out on something that could be great because you were too scared to try for it Um
1: no I'm just pretty good at reading it that I'd okay. know if it was worth it or All right. not
0: Oh well, clearly you're the genius I
1: am a fucking genius uh-huh. Takes another sip of wine Yeah here's
0: the yeah. person that's married
1: Oh Okay Okay is this where... Worth- is this where you wanna Is this saying, where you wanna
0: take this? Sometimes you've gotta take a big risk and sometimes that doesn't pan out, but that one in a hundred percent like one in a hundred chance of a good. The it big could. risk
1: was a different risk. Was I, it not?
0: I still think You met on
1: a website specifically for dating. Well, and
0: then we like had that giant terrible breakup that like we didn't talk for six months. And then I reached back out to him and was like, I know you probably hate me. Yeah. Um and I'm not even sure a thousand percent that this is you, but I remember that you taught for this school district, and this is the email address that I found on the school's website. Oh,
1: my gosh, you're such a great <laughs> But it worked out. It worked. Oh you got God. a ring on your finger. Oh,
0: my God, maybe I'm Xander. No. Xander's not. No, it's not. It's different. I might be Xander. No,
1: you're not Xander. It's different. No,
0: I might be Xander. No, you're not. No, I'm actually. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get we haven't there. met the person. We that I we know. have to. I'm a little bit Cordelia. Okay.
1: Um,
0: okay. So. Um, at oh, point. so so they're talking and Cordelia says this thing. I can't believe you didn't make a comment about, but I'm pretty sure you were sexting somebody.
1: Ah! No, I was not.
0: How dirty was it though? It wasn't It was at a all. little steamy. I sucks anyone? Okay, it, it not being a picture of boobs doesn't mean it wasn't sexy. I didn't even. I didn't. I'm
1: wearing a t-shirt completely covering my breasts. No breasts were being shown. I'm legit just talking to a person I'm totally into right now. Yeah. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Wink. Yeah. All
0: right. Um. So, but Cordelia said the line, and you didn't say anything. I was like, she's clearly not paying attention. Of. Willow, I'd be so happy. I mean, I talked to you at the dance and everything. No, no, no. I remember that. You didn't say anything though. Well, Usually, you're like this basic bitch.
1: No, it's because I realized, like after the last episode, that Cordelia is actually becoming nicer, especially when, when she came when she came up to apologize to them in the last. I mean, thank them in the last episode, and then the other guy dragged her away. So I was just like, oh, okay. Cordelia is actually like trying kind to. Kind of beautiful. Yeah.
0: Um, and then I like I'm
1: starting to like Cordelia. I just still don't give a fuck, because I haven't mentioned, I haven't, like, you know, like, really insulted her ever since that episode. That's I've kinda, true, of I've kind of been like, okay, Cordelia's, yeah. I, I, like, because yeah, she had good character development in the last you know episode. What? I see you. Yeah.
0: You see, see me? I see you. I see you, too. I see you. <laughs>
1: this is so funny.
0: Um, anyway. Uh, but then, uh, but Willow is really distracted by Xander moping, and she goes in and goes, I guess it didn't go well, huh? What did she say? And mm-hmm. Xander says, apart from no, does it really matter? Okay, first of all, no, let that line be tattooed on the foreheads of every male of the next generation. Apart from no, nothing else that the person says matters. (sighs) Consent is key. You can revoke said consent at any given time. No means no. Apart from that, sorry, hashtag me too. Okay. Okay. does it really matter? No, he's but right. But since you had a
1: different imp- interpretation of that line.
0: No, but, but but what I'm saying is apart from no, does it really matter? No, she still rejected you and rejection fucking hurts.
1: But it does matter because you do listen to her reason for why she was uncomfortable with moving this past you guys well, it right?
0: wasn't a comfort uncomfortable thing. It's just she doesn't feel the same way. Exactly. There we go. Right, there we go. Well, yeah, but what he's saying to Willow is nothing that I say right now or whatever she said back then, she just was turning me down. She doesn't feel the same way. Yeah, like I don't want to think else about R E M. Nothing okay. else matters, okay? And nothing else matters. Oh my god. When my first boyfriend that like I really have feelings for How broke up with boyfriends me? have
1: you had? Like let's have this discussion. Like
0: <laughs> So I married my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Um didn't work out. Um but before him, my senior year, I met him.
1: Uh oh, I really want bubble tea right now. It dated mm, like fourteen
0: like no Are you serious? sixteen guys? And like no, because it's thirteen of them are now out of the closet. <laughs> Holy fuck, Meg. How
1: yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's Meg's life. Um but so anyway, so but apart from no, does it really matter? No, not really, of course not. Um and but then he asks Willow to the dance and says, This will be so fun. Yeah, like let, let me
1: just go by with the way, you.
0: Snaps to Willow this she is the last
1: episode stood up for herself 10 episode 10 really showed that she was a strong person like you know in the dreams episode her only fear was that you know speaking on stage but you just like it just shows great development like we all think willow's kind of soft-spoken and just around, but
0: she's fucking awesome she might be the coolest person on the she, show legit i'm
1: so in love with her and so impressed
0: with her yeah she's amazing and she says you think i want to go and watch you wish you were with her Mm. Oh my God. If I had mm. ever had the balls to say that to a guy that I made out with in high school that was thinking about another guy while we were making out, I... my life would be so, no, legit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why this came up, but the other guy that I was telling my husband about my sophomore, oh, I do know why this came up. So my oldest niece, she is 12.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She went and she had a sleepover with my youngest sister who's 20. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've got eight siblings, or there's a big
1: yikes difference.
0: Um. But my youngest sister, I gave her to wear to homecoming a long time ago. My homecoming dress from tenth grade that I had made. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm amazing. I also wore. I also made my prom dress for junior year, which looked freakishly like Buffy's dress from. I mean, not really, but I had moments. We'll get there. Must see. Um. So, Linda, my sister, gave. Allie, my niece,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who just turned twelve, my homecoming dress from sophomore year. Really? And with a belt, it fit and was adorbed and I can't handle how old my nieces. Anyways, I'm ancient. I'm dying tomorrow. That's probably the case. <laughs> so but much. it made me it made me <laughs> tell my husband about that homecoming because this was a big deal, this homecoming. Mm-hmm. I went as friends with a bunch of people because I wasn't sixteen, I wasn't allowed to date. Yeah. Um, but really so that summer, so, hold on, you got to rewind a little bit. End of freshman year, mm-hmm. my dear friend Ryan, uh, who I'm pretty sure actually was always telling me I should watch Buffy, and I was like, that looks stupid, I'm not watching it.
1: And yeah.
0: Um, and he came to me freshman year, towards the end of the year, and was like, I think I'm in love with you, I think we should date. Oh. And I was all, oh, I'm actually about to start dating this junior who's really cute, Brian, so no. And then I dumped Brian to date Russ, and then I dumped Russ to date somebody else, but then we didn't really date, whatever, it was a thing. Um, But so I called up Ryan over the summer, and I was like, I've been thinking about it, and I think I really like you, and we should date. And he goes, yeah, I just realized I'm gay. So this was the first for me. Not a first, but the first. And uh, ahead, Ryan, yeah, Ryan, snap, snap, yeah, 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 good for you, Ryan. I miss you, babe. All right. Um, and uh, oh, you gave me bondage bear. That's another story. Um,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: we'll get <laughs> into that.
1: Another, okay, another time. Yeah,
0: continue. There's so many stories. Anyways, so he then comes to me for our sophomore year, right around homecoming, and he's all, "I am dating a guy who goes to a different school. and he was Wooten." <sighs> And, I knew the and he said, uh, "So I want to bring him to homecoming, but I've already talked to the school because he was now out and proud." Mm-hmm. And this was 1999. So honestly, anybody listening that is still in school or whatever, on th- this is a true story. I went to a very liberal, progressive school, and he went to the school and said, "I want to bring my boyfriend to homecoming," and they said, "Okay, well, we're going to have to double security because we don't know what's going to happen if you try wow. to dance with a guy." So. He basically decided to go with one of his best friends Mm -hmm. and then asked if I would go and be the official beard Mm -hmm. for his date. And then they kind of basically spent the whole night hanging out. So I show up to the dance, and uh, this guy comes up that I'd never met, and he just walks up. He's like, are you Meg? And I was like, yeah, I'm Meg. And he gives me this two orchid corsage situation on my wrist, and, and we danced, I think, once. And then they i believe ran off to a courtyard and made out the rest of the night hey um so that was my first homecoming experience and my first experience as an official beard nice. um but i, I, I had a point know to i had a point yeah i was like where are we going <laughs> where's this guy oh about the whole willow being like you think i want to go with you and oh yeah you're looking holy at her. fuck
1: how <laughs> did we get away from this
0: all right, back. So to I it. was going to say, I have been there to such a degree. Yeah. Because the one dance, I believe it was to Celine Dion's, my heart will go on because this was within a year and a half of Titanic coming out. In my dreams, I see you, I feel you. Okay, I've actually got a really funny, I'm not going to go into it. Okay, I've got a really funny Celine Dion story too. Um, so anyways uh, Yeah so I understand I understand Willow there too Where she's just like I don't want to see you Wishing you were there With that person um, So Xander says He's going to go home And listen to country music The music of pain Don't disagree He's listening to um, What's her face Blue Patsy Cline, she's actually from Frederick. Yeah, I was like, what? Are FYI, you about? she's from Frederick. Who are we Maryland. talking about? Patsy Cline. Who is that? Oh my God! Very famous country singer. I'm gonna pull up a little bit. Do of her. I
1: seem like I listen to country? Hold on.
0: No, this is like 1950s country. Exactly. No, it's like, I mean, like no, everybody... Ali Parton and Willie Nelson. Okay, but this is right up there with those two. Mm. Hold on. You should. Seriously, if you know, like, who put the bop in the bop-shabop. Shabop? What is this Fantastic Beast? Look crowd, This will all be edited. Oh, yeah, out. the
1: second album.
0: Can you be blue
1: over
0: me? Mm. Oh, I get it.
1: You know this song though. I don't know this song. In what ways has me, a 25-year-old African female, has ever heard this song?
0: What are you talking about? But I'm supposed to know who Drake is? Yes. I'm
1: 34. And you work in, like, social media type
0: things? You're constantly on social media? Yeah, promoting our podcast. Yeah, there's a huge group of, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer fans into Drake Drake fans. Yeah. (laughs) I a feeling they're somewhat mutually exclusive. (laughs) Yeah. Um. There are some people that, that got laid, and others that haven't. Guess <laughs> which one is our audience? Um, the ones who got laid.
1: Proud of you, clearly. Guys. We Mwah. love you guys.
0: Mwah. Um. Okay. So. Uh. Oh, Buffy's in the bathroom, and all of a sudden, blood is coming out of the sink. Yeah, that
1: was disgusting. <laughs> Slash that was pretty good
0: that, that was super apocalyptic though. Yeah, yeah, yeah like was, I If you went into the bathroom and you turned it on and just blood is That was like out. a very Jeepers
1: Creepers like final destination type shit well, like.
0: And and what creepy. I loved is I just discovered today this new blog. Somebody just went through Shangel, I don't know. And they've been like rewatching all of Buffy and they're doing these minute by minute reviews. And one of the lines is all bullet points. One of the lines was just yeah, blood out of the taps. That would freak me out. And I didn't remember that, but I saw it in the thing and we were watching it tonight and I was like, oh my oh, god, yeah, blood yeah. As- <laughs> that is fucking creepy. That is
1: <laughs> creepy as fuck. Um The blood actually looked really cool. Like it was nice and dark, just like human blood would be. Yeah, I would say the makeup didn't Fairly did a well bit dark. coagulated. Yeah. I, was, I was actually quite happy yeah. with that.
0: because uh, sometimes it's way too watery. Yeah. You know, and the gross.
1: it's like Or it's like
0: wine. Yeah, but that this, this was good. This was good. That blood. was good blood. So that was good snaps.
1: Yeah, that's for you.
0: Um, but so Buffy, understandably, runs to Giles. because, she, And she's all, you'll never believe what just happened, because who the fuck would believe that that just happened? And Angel is there talking to Giles, and she's all, oh, Angel's here. <laughs> and she wants to go see, are, are they talking about me? Basically was kind of the vibe that I got. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're talking about the Codex, and how nothing in it, nothing that is written in the Codex, this book that angel brought them last time and has had giles so freaked out because nothing in the codex that has written been written in there has ever not happened mm. and it's a thick book
1: mm. it's like thick as a it's dick thick with two c's
0: it's thick as a dick
1: do you okay
0: i don't get the thick with two c's seriously what is what is that our age cap is so real sometimes like <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not sure it's the age gap as much as it is the race gap. <laughs> no, no, it's so age. White. It's. I am very
1: white. I can't even say I'm so black. It's like legit. No, thick with two C's. It's just uh, like Allen thick. No, like, like when you say someone's thick with two C's, that just means like,
0: just imagine. See, two I two. always
1: think like we're... thick. Like if a girl is thick. Like oh, she's. Lots of hips, See, lots but, of butt.
0: But like, thick. like British thick, you can be like, oh, you're so thick sometimes. And it's like your, yeah, your, your, your brain dense, is so thick. yeah, like you're dense. Yeah. But that's very different from...
1: Yeah, like, thick with two C's is like, damn, she's thick. Like thick just, is like a girl who's like full figure. Thick, thick
0: like a dick? Thick as a dick? <laughs> not all that? dicks are thick, though. They should be. They
1: should be, but they're not. But
0: optimal dickage is thick. Of course. So let's talk optimal. Okay. okay. All right. Let's be optimist. Think
1: it's the dick you'd like The to. wine
0: glass is two thirds full of red wine. And then Meg drank it. Yeah. Um, we're still drinking. Um. So anyway, so the codex, nothing that's in that has ever not happened. That's a lot of events that have happened. Okay. Nothing has ever not it's never it's it's not you know when somebody's all oh the Mayan calendar says the world's coming to an end on December 22nd 2012 cuz we went to a world's end party or whatever oh wow! not that any of us actually believed that but of course we not. just were kind of like this will be funny sorry
1: mayans mm-hmm.
0: um, we are. Special. Well it didn't come to an end so nobody <laughs> fucked up yeah um so the codex has never not happened and he says, if Buffy goes to fight the Master tomorrow night, Buffy will die.
1: Yeah. And then she starts to laugh. Like, okay. chuckle, if anything.
0: I I, I want to get into this. So this scene, here's a couple of reviews that I read of this scene. And one of the reasons why this episode, even the... the yes. Yes. <clears throat> Hold on. I have to pee, too. So, Okay. So I found this amazing blog, and they're, they've been reviewing it. Shangelsreviews.blogspot.com. Love it. Um, but here's here's what they had to say. It was a couple of really interesting things. And I agree with this and I've tweeted this twice in the last four days. How did Sarah Michelle Geller not win more awards for her acting on Buffy? Oh. Because this scene is some of the finest acting I've seen from a teenager ever. Oh, by the way, she's nineteen as a performer. Playing a sixteen year old girl. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry when i was 19 and had a full ride scholarship to some pretty impressive acting schools i'm not sure i was this good um the primary theme of season one is buffy struggling to balance between being the slayer and trying to lead a more normal life this this is buffy's tipping point yes she doesn't want to be the slayer she doesn't want to die no. When she arrived in Sunnydale, she was retired from slaying. She throws Angel's cross necklace to the ground, walks away from her responsibilities. She tries to quit. Remember, she's like, I yeah. quit. Fired she's like, I'm not resigned. doing this anymore. Blah, blah blah. Um. The entire scene was lightning in a bottle. Everything worked. The attention to detail from Sarah here was first class. Buffy almost exhibits all of the five stages of grief in one scene. Mm. Buffy starts with nervous laughter. Then mm. jumps into denial, then to anger, to bargaining, to depression, all seamlessly. Oh my god, you're right. The uh, only thing left is acceptance. And she says, Go and find another slayer. Yeah. Okay, go and find another nineteen year old actress that can do a better job than Sarah did in this scene. I mean
1: She did a wonderful. That's very true. Wow.
0: And 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 the way that the scene because I kind of thought that as I was watching it, I was like, I know I've seen at least three of the stages of grief. <laughs> Um, but imagine grieving for yourself. Yeah, that instantly and just the thing I will never understand is she's got that one tear coming down her face, and she well she's asking, "Do you think it'll hurt?" Mm. You weren't gonna tell me, and Giles is like, "No, I, I was trying anything I yeah, could to stop, to stop it." Yeah. yeah, so I don't blame Giles here at all. No. And then she yanks the necklace off. And goes, yeah, because
1: Angel tries to like go ahead, and she's like, "Don't touch me."
0: And she goes, "Giles, I'm 16 years old. I don't want to die." That
1: line got me so hard in the fucking fields. I mean, I wrote that down. That got me so hard in the fields. And she, and the and way then she, then she delivered drops the it,
0: cross, but she was ugh. so. Like, like a wounded tiny little button. Yes. Oh. And that, that's when you realize, holy fuck, she is
1: just 16. She's 16. And she's, oh, you're slaying vampires. It, and that's when you feel for her. And when she said that, actually, I kind of laughed because I was like, I wonder if Angel's kind of like, oh, yeah, she's 16. And I, uh, I'm kind of in love with her. <laughs> and I'm kind of in love with her. So. Well, um, and yeah. by
0: the way, I think that's a good point to bring up in later seasons. Yeah. When people talk about the age difference between them. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, who else is dealing with saving the world, having to die on a regular basis? Yeah. But it's funny because you juxtapose that against the earlier scene where she's all, you looked at me weird. No, I was looking down because Sherlock
1: left a little, like, you know, when you get a little scratch and get the race thing? thing? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh Um, So, by the way, Sherlock is my dog.
1: Yes, not a male.
0: Yeah, it's not that I did yeah. Cumberbatch hanging
1: out. Oh, we God. did invite him. We he did. still has not accepted but, our but own invitation. But we did say
0: he'd have to come naked and play with his genitals the whole time. We're like, sorry. Do you do? You're
1: going to at least wear like a flat version. Well, because
0: that's how we do, is we just sit here naked and play with our genitals the whole Completely. time.
1: Completely. And boobs, because apparently.
0: Well, that is for sure when it comes to one of us. Ooh. But no, but when she says, I'm putting my life on the line, battling the undead, and I broke a nail. And then she's all, I, uh, I have to go off. And face my terrible fate, biology class. Yeah. And you you take the two scenes compared to each oh other. Oh
1: my god.
0: Just heartbreaking. It's amazing. She drops the cross and she leaves, and, it's and it
1: zooms in on the cross. Oof.
0: Oh god. Okay. Ouch! 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 Then we go to Willow, and she's got she's at her computer. She's working on her homework because of course she is. Yes.
1: But hey, proud nerd. Hey. But
0: there's a picture of her and Xander together, and she's just. She's heartbroken. Yeah. And starts calling him and he won't talk on the phone because he's listening to Patrick. Yeah. TV. That was a little Didn't he like arfetched. pick up and hang up? Or he like, did. Yeah, he did. So fuck him. Then Buffy's kind of doing the same thing in her room. But this, I actually, by the way, I'm submitting it as a nominee. I'm not sure it wins. Most 90s thing. Mm-hmm. She's looking through a photo album. And it's one of those like old school photo albums like my parents had where they're kind of like magnetic sheets. Like they were sticky. So you put a photo on them and then you put the paper like the clear plastic over that, and it's all sticky. Never. That's how nineties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, good point. She, good point. But she's looking at that while listening to an Allison Krauss song. Oh God, it broke my heart. Um, and Joyce comes in and I'm sorry. I love this was a moment where Joyce and Buffy really connected. Yes. Maybe I for the first time this. in the series, we got really yeah. quality mother daughter.
1: Yes. For sure. I think for the fir- yeah for first time in the show, I- positive, something positive, like a good interaction between them. Yeah, I just, really, really enjoyed this. They just
0: genuinely connected.
1: And she just was like, even, I don't know who the mom, the uh, actor.
0: Uh, Karen Sutherland?
1: I think she did. Oh, it's that ain't sounds Somebody
0: familiar. Sutherland.
1: She did a wonderful job, honestly. It just Unreal. felt very natural. And I was like,
0: oh, that's my mom she, right there. She's one of the unspoken heroes of yeah. this entire series. Just, she never does anything that's so brilliant that you're just like, oh my God, can we talk about this for four hours? Yeah. But when you look back, she is so consistently somebody that you're, wow. And so many people are like, that's my favorite TV mom of all time. Yeah. And I completely understand that. She's the opposite of my mom, so I get it. (laughs) You Um, take it. And she is like, oh, the right guy didn't ask you to the dance? Well then, this is going to be awkward, probably, that I bought you this. And she goes and she unveils the dress, hanging yes, in that Buffy's she bought because you saw
1: her eyeing it. And Buffy's like, "We can't afford this." And yeah, her mom's like was
0: weird. I was like,
1: Ugh, "Are that was things really that weird. hard?" Like, are you?
0: Because by the way, Buffy is clearly not wearing Walmart clothes. Like, no, she's not shopping so at the goodwill. What are you she's wearing some pretty about? designer stuff. Um, yeah, that was a. I I'm not sure I'm like into that commentary. Um, but that dress, this this is probably going to, but after a second 90s. iteration, be the most 90s thing. Yep. But not as it is right now. It takes until we see it with the leather jacket and the boots and the, or whatever. No, they weren't
1: boots. They were just strap-on, heels. So,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. And the, and the crossbow. And, and the hair down, but like she's got the cartilage. The little ringlets. Ring. It is so the tendrils. Yeah, yeah, it's so the empire waist, tall. the chiffon skirt, the rhinestone at the waist. It's high low, so it was like pretty short in the front. Yeah. And then, um, and I'm pretty. Sure, Actually, I it wasn't
1: super short in the front. No,
0: but it came or like, it covered enough. Well, you can see like because there's like a there's like a part like a slit in the front. Yeah. So like when she really walked, it went below the knees, but not that far. Okay. And then, but like the slit made it look like it was full on. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember if this was the year before or the year after Titanic, where dresses oh, like that were really big because they look kind of like Rose's yeah. dress in Titanic, so it was so... it oh, yeah. this makes sense. But like my high school, my junior prom dress, yeah, the skirt was very similar and it was ivory. Yeah, it was, wow. Um, but then Joyce comes running into Buffy's room and is all, Buffy, have you seen the news? Okay. Why would Buffy have been watching the news? Yeah, right? But you have to see, it's Willow.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Freaked me out. Because what happened? Willow and Cordelia went to the school to pick up the AV equipment because the guys that were supposed to set up a, set it up at the bronze hadn't. Yep. And they go into the room and they're like, oh, look, the guys, they're so cute. They fell asleep watching cartoons. Yeah,
1: and at that point, Cordelia's, like, really into this guy but she's kind of trying to deny it. It's like, oh, this is cute. And at that point, I knew they were dead. Well, oh, like I forgot how much I'm kind of like on over- the doorknob. No, no, no. I, like I wasn't even like looking at the doorknob or looking at the TV screen. Just seeing them like lying there. Well, so what a high school boy
0: I was being stoned out of their mind Yeah,
1: is watching Looney Tunes. But the fact that we were just watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I was like, those guys are dead. Obviously, they're dead. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Like, this is not good for you white boys. <laughs> um and so Buffy goes over to see Willow dealing with this trauma and this is the first time that slaying or that vampires have fucked with Willow's world
1: yeah it's always been kind of like
0: popular kids Mm -hmm. I mean Jesse a little bit but he wasn't around long enough that it matters these were I mean Willow's friends the the AV nerds
1: yeah that's true
0: and and, and, and by the way, I also think that this was the first time we saw it, it was nerds and popular kids. Yeah, meshed together. Like meshed just like, together. Yeah, like you know, death, knows together. No, uh, death knows no race, no gender, no yeah. social class. I mean, it just... definitely
1: wasn't race because I did not see a single person of color, so let's not go there. Uh,
0: but, but, but it's literally, Willow, this is hitting her in a way that nothing has hit her before. Um, I found another quote um, I, that I liked.
1: Is this talking about her performance? As yeah, a, it, yeah, it's
0: the moment Willow discovers the corpses of Kevin and his friends in the AV room is a major turning point for her character. Yeah, from that, port, from that point on, Willow becomes more proactive about her involvement with the Slayers in the moment she grows up. And you can basically see that in her face, yeah. the scene with Buffy in her room. Where she can't understand why the two nicest guys on yeah. the planet are dead. Yeah. And, by the way, I actually don't think that we ever find out the answer to that, now that I'm thinking about it. Why, yeah, why, well, why, why mean, did anybody come of these, kill them?
1: All these vampires came out of nowhere, too, so... But
0: the night before, like, did we see them get killed?
1: What do you mean?
0: Did like, we see the, guy, the AV guys get killed?
1: No, like, we yeah. didn't see them... Like, they were just killed because the vampire, the hell mouth, right, the right. end of but, the world is but, coming. But so, this is one of those moments.
0: This is one of those things where this is Joss really emphasizing the randomness of the violence, the senselessness of yeah. the violence. Yeah. It's just collateral damage at that point. Yeah. Up to this point, generally, if somebody's died, it's been to serve a purpose. That's true. But at
1: this point, like, it's the end of the world. So, right? all types yeah. of fucked up shit oh. is happening. Yeah, so. fucked up shit.
0: It's, it's every man for themselves. Yeah. Um,. So then we see Buffy uh, coming into the library as Giles and Ms. Calendar are talking and trying to figure out what is the anointed one
1: mm-hmm.
0: And well, this is after I think
1: this is it's important to point out that with Buffy having this conversation with Willow and Willow kind of going, like, these guys were innocent. Like, that's when Buffy had the turning point of, okay, I have to step into this job as a slayer. I can't just quit. And that's a turning point, and that's why she goes right. back Cause to... Right, because she's right. Like, calendar. these guys
0: were completely innocent. This was senseless and collateral collateral damage. Yeah. So, I... It's my job to go protect people like that, innocent people. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: But then... We go to the library, and Giles is talking to Miss Callender, and Miss Callender is talking about how this guy keeps talking about the Anointed One.
1: Yeah.
0: So Giles thought that the Anointed One, if you guys recall, this was episode five, episode seven. Mm-hmm. They they thought that the Anointed One was the older the, guy that the, she the they killed,
1: the weird Southern Baptist, right? Preachy guy. But yeah. we
0: all knew it was actually the kid. The kid. Yeah. But now they're starting to figure out based on the ancient texts. That, uh, and and all the texts are based on, like, and a child shall come to lead them. Mm -hmm. Um, she, she rattles off the scripture in Isaiah that Giles just randomly happens to have memorized, which is a weird, because, by the way, I was raised to be able to quote so many scriptures. I had to memorize for the Bible study class I went to every day before school. I had to memorize 25 to 50 scriptures a year. And by the way, by scripture, I don't mean one verse. I mean, it could have been a chapter. And I had to be able to do that. And by the way, that one might have been on the list about, you know, and the lion shall lie down with the lamb. Like, that I definitely remember. But the, it, it seemed weird that Giles would know that. Like, just off the top of it. Just the off head. the top of it. I head. was hoping she could just read it. <laughs> because she was like, and I dutifully looked it up. She's yeah, clearly looking she's to, like, score points with the librarian. And like, then I did like, my research, so come bang me now. Yeah,
1: he's kind of like, yeah, I got this. Don't worry. And
0: he's all, I'm not interested, I know it. Damn. Um, And he quotes it, and it's all about, essentially, you know, the lamb leading the lion. And she goes, oh, that's kind of an innocuous verse. And he goes, all depends on where the lamb's leading the lion. Mm -hmm. So Buffy comes in at that point, and she's all, oh, I'm looking for a kid. Yeah. And Giles goes, no, you're not. I'm going out there. You were right. Yep um like you can't
1: go out there and get
0: killed like no buffy's not going to face the master i am
1: i guess and this is his way of changing the prophecy and like
0: it's that would have well he's the adult how can he send a 16 year old girl to her dad no no no. it's not
1: that i'm saying like because i already foresaw like what this prophecy was and the fact oh that oh my Buffy god to go are
0: you a prophet i
1: like, it would have been better if Giles went to go, because then that would have been fine. Like, the point is that he needed her blood. Like, ugh.
0: But would it have worked, or would have Giles just died instantly, and the master is still there, and Buffy still has to deal with it?
1: And Buffy would still have had to go. But so, I just wish they would have figured we just out would have that lost Giles. she was that's kind of needed. Happened. But
0: that's, that's all that would have happened, it. is we would that's have true. lost that's Giles. True.
1: That's true. So I mean, you should be, be grateful. my baby. No, no, I love
0: him. Um, So... I'm going to come back. We actually had a Twitter follower bring in some commentary, but I'm going to come back to that towards the end. Really? Thank you. Um, okay. Willow shows up, and they're all doing research together. Ms. Calendar's there. Ms. Calendar's piping in. And Willow goes, how come she gets to be in the club? That was kind of bitchy.
1: I was like, shade, um, sit down, Willow. She's here to help.
0: Because she, she was all, Shut I up. helped you banish the demon from yeah, Angel. Yeah, like, like they're they fucking you, let you
1: scanned into the fucking computer. Yeah,
0: God. We'll and all... again, I don't know how this didn't like strike any chord with you. Xander swallows his pride, which he doesn't have a lot of, granted. Yeah, to go to Angel. But he goes to Angel and he said, look, it would have been so easy for him to just let things go. But for him to go to Angel and say, I need your help, you don't think that that takes a, a certain amount of humility and,
1: and... He had to save Buffy. That's all that should count. So you should go to Angel because he's your best bet. Boom. It's logical. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: logical, but exactly. when did a 16-year-old boy act logically when a girl was involved? I don't
1: know. I just need...
0: Like, I'm just
1: <laughs> I'm not seeing him as a 16-year-old boy. I just need him to get it. I just,
0: By the way, he was one of the youngest in the cast. Was he? As an actor. How old yeah. was he? I think he was 18 when this filmed. Wow. Cordelia for the record, 26.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Um, anyways, I thought that, that I thought that took a lot of guts to like, go to his arch rival like and say, I can't do this without you. But then it was also it made it that much more amazing when Angel goes to Buffy and Buffy has been knocked out by the master. She this is what's incredible. She didn't die from being bit by the master. Mm-hmm she drowned in a tiny little puddle which of course i'm the person that i i walk okay i walked in my parking lot in front of my house and there was literally a patch of ice maybe eight inches long and six inches wide and i fell on that and broke my ankle in four places and had to get surgery wow well that's ice so drowning but it was genuinely one person on the planet could have ever hit <laughs> everything fine so the whole her drowning in that tiny puddle am a little bit we need to Kinda be aware of but um and, but, but, you know kids drown in things shall, you know let's not get into kids drowning that's depressing yeah that's super um, depressing. but so it was kind of brilliant that angel goes over and finds buffy and he's all oh, she's dead
1: yeah but before we even get there Can we just talk about, one, Buffy coming in? One, her being led by this child. Like, I was just like, okay, Okay. so the only purpose of this child was to lead Buffy to the master? You don't
0: don't know that. No, no, no. Nobody's ever said that. But the child, the anointed one, from the prophecies, he's going to help the master regain his territory. Okay. Okay. Notice, the child didn't die this episode. No, of course not. So, maybe that's not his only purpose.
1: Okay, then that's all completely right. fine, but, but it's just t- kind of t- like oh, okay. in
0: terms of the master breaking free. That's all we know. Okay. Sure, sure. So
1: there's that. Two, um, I just love how we kind of get two sides of Buffy because she's still wearing her prom dress at this point, right? And she has those horrendous, ugly block. Yeah, you shoes really on. hated those shoes. They're so ugly. Yeah, and then she also has like her Slayer jacket on. Like, well, where did she like, get that
0: jacket? From me.
1: For so it's it's just really funny because it's such a contradiction. So it's like I love, but that's her. so
0: ninety. Yeah,
1: but not the fact that it's just nineties. It's just like yeah, one, was, this is her. Like this yeah. is her being her. She wants to be a pretty self.
0: teenager. Go and then the
1: jacket is kind of like I'm a badass Slayer. So it's just like there's the two it. sides. By the way, of I might have, have found right my there. Halloween
0: costume in that exact. Ah, look. I, I remember like yours like a big boob bride. It was the corpse bride. I know a big boob is <laughs> It just like the dress didn't fit over the It was the just boobs. Cool so I was wearing a blue wig and I had like blue face paint and yeah. then this dress and my boobs were right out there. Yeah.
1: But um, um yeah, and then, you know, the master's kind of like, you know, he get I I knew he was gonna get her. Like he Obuses. gets her sure. Snatches away the thing. This is the first
0: time we see vampires with the ability to use the power of, like, hypnosis. Yeah,
1: hypnosis, and, like,
0: well, is it hypnosis when you're able to pull people well, to The use? trance thing, yeah. Is it trance, Does it trance have to do with, the, like, it's, it's the eyes, but so hypnosis. is it like, like, telekinetic? You like the ability. No, it wasn't, like, her pull. She was falling under his spell. No, I'm that's, pretty sure That's was, the vampiric one. Wasn't she just pulled? At first, she was fighting it a little bit, but you could still see, like, she was trying to avoid eye contact, because that was the okay, thing. Okay,
1: so that's what it was. Yeah. And then, gets pulled in, and like he gets to suck her lovely blood, and throws her in a puddle, like...
0: And it's... he had a line here <laughs> like, about... Prof- oh, prophecies are tricky creatures. They don't tell you everything. If you didn't come, I couldn't go. On. So, basically, the whole thing was, the prophecy wasn't that she was the lamb that was yeah. led to the slaughter. She was... The distraction. Wait, hold on. Did I just say that wrong? Mm. Basically, she was the distraction. She wasn't the prize. The prize was the Hellmouth. No. Because she was there. She couldn't defend the Hellmouth. No, 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 no. Yes.
1: No, the point is that he needed her blood.
0: Well, to get out, to break free. Exactly. So that's the, the point. But, but the ultimate goal was to unleash the Hellmouth, yeah. not to kill the Slayer. But she. the point is that
1: he needed to get her blood to leave. That's the biggest thing.
0: Well that the well no, because he could have had her blood and left, but he needed to leave so he could unleash the hellmouth.
1: But how would and he leave if he didn't away. have her blood? Well no,
0: that was a big part of it, but she was just a means to an end, not the end. I don't know where The you're end going with was it. the hell mouth opening.
1: Okay. The hellmouth needed him.
0: Which by the way, the hellmouth was opening without him. Yeah, of he course. He just wanted to reign over it. He okay. was basically like the most senior badass, I guess. But he could not escape without having her blood. Well, no. So I feel like that was the biggest thing. The but biggest thing is that the I feel like in this prophecy but escaping thing would have meant nothing if the hell mouth didn't open. What would, what did he say? He said repeat what he said. Hold on. We're going to pause this and we watch that scene. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was just, I
1: mean, I guess as an audience member, I'm like, I saw this prophecy coming. He needs to suck your Right. But loose.
0: what I'm saying is, though, the end goal was for him to reign over hell on earth. It just happens that he needed her to make that happen. Yeah. Well, that's all I was saying. Okay. So why? I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> okay. So where is the hell mouth? That's the question that we right don't really know. Underneath the school. It is. It is. Well, right underneath the library. Is Oh, okay. Yeah. Specifically, right underneath the library. Yeah. Which, followers. by the way, what does that say about books? books um, and, and so Ms. Callender and Willow are going to the bronze, because mm-hmm. they think that that's where everything's going down.
1: I guess what's coming and up on so them. And so
0: many vampires. And apparently Joss Whedon wanted, like, 90 vampires. Uh, and budget just didn't allow. Aww. Um, I have another nerd note I want to bring up in a minute, but we'll go through this. Um, Oh, the master, right before he kills Buffy, says, by the way, I like your dress. Yes. (laughs) So he's the second one to say that. That made me laugh. Uh, Master breaks free. It's too late. He's gone up. That's what Willow, or not Willow, sorry, that's what Uh, Angel uh, Angel says. Mm -hmm. And so then they go, Angel finds Buffy, and he's, she's dead. Yeah. You have to do CPR. Because this
1: brings up a point that we were arguing. The we last argued about this because last episode, Angel said
0: he has no air to give her. Right, no oxygen. And what were we talking about? Because he went and he rescued uh, Willow and Giles in the gas, and he was like, "It's fine. I smelled it, but obviously, I don't need to breathe it." The whole thing was confusing. How do you smell it if you're not breathing? Okay, so basically
1: he can't give oxygen, but he's still breathing. Just the natural process why, of breathing is happening. Breathing but why breathing if not to give inhale oxygen.
0: oxygen and expel carbon dioxide? Why would you breathe? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't You're the nurse. You tell me. Okay,
1: but he's. this is fucking different because he's the undead. So how am I supposed to explain that process as a student nurse? It just seems like it was lazy. No, like he can still breathe. It's just he doesn't have fucking oxygen. Oh. Um, because there's other stuff other than oxygen in
0: air. But why would you breathe in if you don't need oxygen or to expel carbon dioxide?
1: It's just an automatic thing, because all the things that he ha- that happened as a human are still happening with him. But he was dead for He for still three blinks. Days. He still blinks. I mean, I guess. Correct? I and that's he part was of being dead human. For three days. Should he stop that blinking? Should he stop blinking because now Maybe? he's the undead? I don't know. No. Should he stop pissing? Um,
0: no. By the way, I really like this point that i found in a book other than the prophecies the fact that the master was surprised that buffy was revived maybe because of him being imprisoned for 60 years cpr wasn't introduced to the general public until the 70s so he literally didn't know that cpr was a thing that could bring her back from a dead. oh my god <laughs> i didn't know that i, I did not CPR even had think been about around that
1: for quite a while
0: one of the world wars or yeah. something I don't know I guess yeah. not know so I thought that was interesting can we
1: just talk about Xander's CPR cause Xander has to do CPR, uh, his CPR and pretty it's bad. fucking horrible I guess they couldn't like show the process because obviously it is you hard can't for the show. person unless yeah, you bring one of those dummies like of when course. I got CPR
0: certified Yeah. and that's the thing for like four days your arms hurt because yeah, you have no you idea push how hard that is but the fact that like, I wish he just moved his hands lower cause his hands were like up at the top of her neck and that's not where you press you have to press on top of the heart so you can compress guys if you don't know what you're doing look first of all apparently when you call nine one one and they think you need to administer cpr they actually talk you through it yeah but they do the thing what is it they say you need to go to like the the sternum and then you go two fingers down is the rule so they say go to like the bottom of the sternum yeah so feel her up real nice and good
1: yeah um
0: put the boobs up and then you go to the sternum hey hey, do you like
1: this josh are you loving this right now? I will just edit this Pushing up. our fine. breasts up.
0: Uh, um, yeah. but for science, we're pushing our breasts up for science to save for scientific lives.
1: Scientific purposes. I mean, when I lie down, they completely fall to the side. So
0: mine just go up. Well, are
1: you fucking serious? Like mine go to the side. Well,
0: first of all, I almost never am not wearing a bra. Yeah,
1: I mean, I can tell your nipples are out.
0: My nipples are out. Yeah. This okay. Is <laughs> this is all. Do you know that we've seen each other's boobs? Wait, when did you see
1: my boobs? No breath and she's the one who says that like, she has a thing with people are just
0: pulling out the breast. No, no. she totally just, out okay, just, hold on. To I I just pull out her boobs for me see. I think it's no, tooth. it is. He pulled up. Okay. um, where were we? Oh yeah, so, so terrible CPR, terrible CPR. But at the same time, Angel pulls her up and he goes, "She's not breathing. You have to come save her. I have no breath." Xander does because apparently Xander, he's fifteen and he automatically knows how to do CPR. 16. I mean, terribly. But, um. Terrible, terrible. Um. The and way. It definitely she, looks like he's copping a feel when he does yeah. that. The yeah. way she comes back, there's like a twinkle in the background <laughs> and her eyes
1: open. I'm like, what? Cool. So, and, and then she's like. <gasps> and then she and turns and over two minutes the water. later. <coughs> like, you kind of missed the mark there, guys. The like,
0: first thing they say is if somebody starts coming back, and you put them on their side? Just move the microphone. There you go. You're <sighs> fine. It's not a dick. You're fine. <laughs> um, I have
1: no problem touching dick. You're so like, bad. if it was
0: a dick, I'd know i would
1: definitely doing. be like, <laughs> I'd move it off with my mouth, but <laughs> no.
0: Um, so Xander cops a field, doesn't turn her on her side. She, she comes back to life. Water. Wonderful. She's alive. Um, and now she's stronger than ever. Well, Mrs. Callender and Willow, or Ms. Callender, sorry, Ms. Callender. and Willow, Are going outside to head to the bronze, Mm -hmm. and they see the vampires that are all coming to the school. And Cordelia drives up. Yes, she does. Get in. Uh, So, by the way, the last time we saw Cordelia drive was was the witch episode when her eyes glaze over. Oh my god, that means she got her
1: license. Yeah, and her driving
0: has not improved at all. (laughs) I mean, it's
1: not too bad.
0: (laughs) She drove into a high school. She had to. Where else were they gonna go? To say I think you would still fail your driver's test. Yeah, basically. Um, and just get in the car, and they get in, and she drives through the school. They go into the just li- through they, the door. They run into the library. It, and then it's almost as though they don't understand the that the doors have glass on them, that the vampires are just can busting still through. like bust through it. But they're yeah. trying to like, basically, they but, can. But, but to nobody to understands the why the vampires are headed to the library. Because it is the mouth of yeah, the Hellmouth.
1: It's the Hellmouth.
0: It's the Hellmouth Square. Yeah. Um, we go back to Buffy. She's alive. What happened to her ponytail and her cute little tendrils?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, she was in the water.
0: Yeah, but her hair is not in a ponytail holder or anything. Like, I guess that's not part have, of CPR. I guess giving you, you CPR rip. was so <laughs> vigorous <laughs> that it just like came out. That's not part of uh, part of CPR. You take the person's ponytail. Holder Maybe he had to hair, so right? her head could lie flat. Let's go for that. Okay. Um, but they're how you're you're still weak. You can't do anything. No. Yeah. I feel strong. And she kind of looked badass. Yeah, she did. Until we cut to her walking across the cemetery with her
1: terrible shoes.
0: With the terrible shoes, but the theme song playing. This is the only time that I can remember in the series that the theme song plays during the show. Yeah, Ever. but it was like a different, not so rock. No, movement. it was exactly the same thing. Oh, was it, was it? Nerf Herder? Yeah. Hmm. Welcome to the hell. I feel like off. it yeah. sounded different. No, it was exactly the same. Um, and and they get to the library, and she goes to Angel and says, "Put your game face on." And he's really? vamped up, and he's it's on.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, go ahead, yeah. Angel. It okay. It's not the best at this point. Like um, Cordelia, Willow, and Miss. what if, miss calendar miss calendar or desperately trying to like fight everything off at some point the weird helmet thing that comes out with three heads wait so i have something about this too okay so
0: the company that did that they do a lot of the uh the monster special effects and everything uh apparently due to budget what they did was they had um different people bas- they basically created a tentacle costume and there was a person inside of really? every single tentacle making it move. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that was really weird and creepy and gross and crazy, and I loved it. You're into that? Uh, I just thought it was interesting as a performer. Um, I mean, I was really
1: into that when, um, in short, the musical, the uh, the guy <laughs> who was the puppeteer was actually, the guy who was Pinocchio is actually a puppeteer, and so he was controlling sure. the dragon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, whoa. Yeah. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Shrek the musical. I mean, it doesn't Which really I haven't.
1: S- it doesn't really spoil anything. He's no, it kind of
0: did. How? Uh, because I now know that the dragon is just a puppet. What? <laughs> Isn't that what
1: you just said? It's just like a giant head and it's like animatronic and he's like a professional puppeteer and he's like moving... Could have been magic. Now. Yeah. You're right. In fucking musical theater, it's magic that's making the fucking dragon head movie. I don't right.
0: know how science works. You, you don't? Okay. All right. Well, we got to get
1: your hubby on that so he can teach For you. For
0: all I know, it's just God.
1: Oh, yeah. You're right. You are a Mormon. True. True that. Was. Was Mormon. Mormon. She was Mormon. Raised Mormon.
0: Um, I like that Buffy then goes to the roof, and she's bantering with the master, and he says, you, you're supposed to be dead. Wait, wait, that's wait, wait. wait.
1: Ra- can we, can I just, this is my... That's yeah. is my favorite go for part it. when the helmet thing comes up and the master does this tiny little hand clap it's yeah. like yay. he's so excited he's like yay like his, his fingers haven't, aren't touching
0: he's just like yeah yay. it's like a little like golf clap kind of I thing I just love <laughs> that
1: clap that's all I had to okay. say
0: okay um, so back to uh, he says you were supposed to be dead so it's written and she goes what can I say I flunked the written yeah which is kind of funny I like that like that um but the big bad back in the library trying to like break free from the hell mouth looked way too jim henson esh. Yeah. that was that was it's it not great. great i was not into it. it but i did like her line that she's battling the master he tries to hypnotize her again and, and she goes, towards, she goes towards, him, towards him and it's my favorite like third grade joke that anybody ever used you know how there are things like I'm on a seafood diet. I seafood. I eat yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, He's like
0: that. Oh, you've got fruit punch mouth. What? And he kind of did because it was yeah, because it was. It and you know,
1: maybe he's germaphobic. What? He's born with the and then innocent. she punches him. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, love it. Gotcha, bitch.
0: And you, da- I wrote. Quitina called it because what happened? Because, like, yeah, he, okay. It was obvious. Like, number, it
1: was super obvious. Maybe that's why I'm, like, so, like, maybe in talking about this I seem more pleased. But i was still pretty, like, displeased with how easily I guess everything. Number one, when he was, like, pulling her to him before she sets the fruit punch mouth thing, I was like, oh, she's not under hypnosis. She totally knows what's going on. But that
0: was acting. That was a choice. Yeah, she was just, she's
1: just getting close enough to, like, but I saw that coming as, like, an audience member. And then her
0: line. And And you're that amped about hell. Why don't you go there? Yeah. I
1: liked that. I liked and then, it. like, you can tell, like, the minute, like, some part of something broke off, the bookcase broke off, and it's just a, basically yeah. a giant was, wooden stake line in the middle of the floor. And I was like, that's how he's going to be killed. And then she's, you know, she sets the line you just said, Poom sends him down, he gets through the skylight, which, by the way, the
0: library has no skylight. It's confusing. It was confusing.
1: So he gets boomstakes in her heart. And I don't understand. Don't they all dust automatically? Why are his bones so left? This, is he that amazing? This, like,
0: this is a big controversy in the in the verse. It's confusing. It's, it's very controversial. A lot of people have written about this to a lot of ends. We're not going to address it until we watch the next episode.
1: Okay. Because
0: it's important in the next episode, but it doesn't answer the question. So the best theory most people have is... He's such a big bad like he's so powerful and important and full of evil. He doesn't dust like a normal vampire okay. that's basically a little okay. minion. So basically the idea if you dusted if you if you staked Angel it would probably be a similar thing you would just get his skeleton mm. because he's far more powerful and evil right, than the with, average.
1: In the vampire world like the older you get the more powerful you are. Theoretically, well, in yeah. In the true yeah, yeah. blood universe yeah. the way So it I think
0: that that's kind of where they were going with it but yeah. also it feeds into later seasons later episodes. So, yeah, true. Um, what I like then is they all come in afterwards immediately afterwards. Yeah. And they're talking about going to the dance. How did the floor just go back to normal? Weren't there monsters gate like coming from right? like hell gaping? And even and everything's like, like when break they back. Zoomed out. Yeah. You still
1: don't see the gaping hole. Yeah. I was like, is
0: everything back to there, normal? Because yeah, the rest of the set is relatively hell normal. Hell goes away. And yeah, we're fine. It was confusing. Um, and then Xander says, "Hey, Buffy died in everything." Willow goes, "Wow, harsh." Yeah. And Giles goes. I should have known that wouldn't stop you, which was so sweet. Yeah, I love You know she's strong. Um, and then they're saying, "What are we gonna do now?" Let's go to the dance. And if you remember, the end of the first episode was they were talking, "What are we gonna do now?" And Buffy goes, or I guess the first two episodes, and Buffy's basically, um, "Let's go hang out." And Giles goes, "Oh, the world is doomed." <laughs> um, and Buffy on this one goes, "We save the world. I say we party." I mean, I got all pretty and they're leaving and Angel says, You know, I really like your my dress. Yes, I yeah, know. Like, yeah, sure yeah. It's know. a big sure, hit with everyone.
1: Isn't it weird how like automatically this conversation starts up the minute they all started walking out? I was almost like it was weird and it well, was just
0: weird to me. Angel's into her.
1: No, no, no. Not that conversation. I I'm, I'm like Oh, they how they switched from them. hell
0: just happened and I was She's from like, the Oh, prom. yeah, we're all just
1: talking and we're all friendly. And I was but just like I, think, I was like the actors kind of falter. Like I didn't. But think it's like it would soldiers like are that. kind
0: of like that, or cops, or whatever. Whereas you kind of just compartmentalize really fast. Yeah. Where okay, the immediate danger is done. Let's just go have a couple of drinks, and we'll deal with it with our shrinks sure. from the next week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Really, that was Cordelia's. Was like super, like. You didn't hate her this episode. To, no. But you this didn't. was like a really like big first ex, like she's had like little exposures to like weird things, but this was like the biggest one of them all.
0: Well, no, the last one was when the Which invisible one? girl was trying to kill her. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But this is the And I think hell that's. Mouth. but I think that but this one I think still was to Cordelia less personal. So yeah. and it then, mattered.
1: And then she also sees like Buffy being a strong ass layer too. Yeah. So yeah. This really and it like was more oh so Buffy
0: can protect me and yeah. less why do all these weird things happen yeah, when Buffy's exactly, around. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that basically covers the season one finale. Yeah. Um, okay. So I wanna ask, what do you think? First of all, what do you think of season one? Um gonna keep watching? Oh, fuck I yeah, mean, I'm going to be watching You kind of have to. You have no yeah, choice. I mean, we have yeah, a right. show now. Yeah. But, but, Even um, without that, you're into it.
1: I'm into it now. And, and now not like, just because of the show. I'm miles. like,
0: okay, where are we just, where
1: are we going to go with this? Um, other than the Master, whether the forces of, uh, forces of Evil are going to come along.
0: Any big questions or predictions for the next season? Um, I really would love to hear your predictions. I don't have enough
1: fuel to make predictions right now. Like, I don't, I need. All right, maybe I'll bit.
0: ask you at the end of season one. Or the, I mean, season two, episode one.
1: Yeah. When you I have more kind of, drink.
0: Like, I need a
1: little bit. I need a little bit more. Okay. But, um, I just wanted to go through my,
0: um, uh, list. Smash List?
1: <laughs> my Smash List, Giles only, I guess. Not year. Angel? Oh, fuck yeah, Angel. My bad. God. <laughs> yeah, Angel was Angel. Miss Calendar a little <laughs> bit too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. But I wouldn't touch her. I just watched her do stuff. Um,. Uh, my people of color. I saw a lot of people of color in the background. You were calling that not, out. Not a lot of speaking lines, but I saw, like, uh, Next the episode, the I don't process. know if you're going to be
0: happy or angry.
1: Okay, I don't know how I feel right now. <laughs> and for the most 90s thing, I was saying the snake
0: print skirt, but now, psych, it's those ugly-ass shoes that Buffy was wearing. I'm pretty <laughs> sure my mother-in-law just bought shoes almost exactly like that to wear to no! the next family wedding. Yeah. Oh, so bad. I don't know, they just look not my thing but Just it's not that they're oh 90s Is not my thing no i think i'm still gonna go with her prom dress but with the leather jacket over it no, 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 and no, and, and the, the cartilage ring yeah mm. that that like soft and glamorous but hardcore Yeah, hardcore i think that's what time. i'm going with yeah
1: all right i like when her hair went down so is that like also like a uh,
0: you're that just was weird also,
1: because it started with the tendrils and the ponytail. But do you think that was like, it looks super innocent, and then at the end it's like, she's a grown-ass woman Oh, now?
0: Well, I mean, I think do there was I mean? something about that. Yeah. Like, or well, just even grungy, she's been through hell. Like, yeah. She's fought a battle. Nobody comes out of that like with their hair yeah. up and done. But
1: I also feel like it made her look more mature.
0: But I wish there had been even a minute where she just takes the ponytail out and is like, I'm done with this. I need to be badass. Yeah, I, I wonder
1: know. if her fashion is going to change yeah. in the second season. So I'm interested.
0: Well, because she did um, Cruel Intentions 2 that summer. Or maybe it was the first Cruel Intentions that summer. Oh, no, Scream 2. She did Scream 2 that summer. So her fashion changes a little bit because her hair and stuff changes to do those movies. True. So, Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep you posted uh, on Season 2, Episode 1 of Meet at the Bronze. This is Meg, your Buffy expert. And this
1: is Quatina, your Buffy virgin.
0: A little bit less virgin. Yeah. Virginuous. Like like one
1: eighth of my hymen has been pierced.
0: I mean, like you've seen the tip. Yeah. There we go. Just the tip. Just a bit of a tip. All right. We'll see you next episode. See you guys. Bye.